MIA. MIA because he doesn't feel good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, she's going to get him already. She's oh, going to get him. Oh, uh, you know I was coming. Get him already. <laughs> well, what's up, guys? This is Between the Sheets with Leah. I'm yes. your host. Yes. And I am a action-taking, money-making, God-fearing, manifesting queen. Yes. Woo, woo, yes, thank ma'am. You. Woo, 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 woo. woo. And I have my co-host. What? W-H-I-T-N-E-Y period. What? Period. We're back, poo. Yes, and we have a special, Yay! special. You get we two do. specials. Two special, special, two, special. Yes, special, special guests today. Introduce yourself. My name is Jessica. I don't spell my name out, and I don't have periods <laughs> at the end of them, but, <laughs> but I am a makeup artist, esthetician, a mom and a wife, and I'm so excited to be here. Yes. yes. We are excited to have you. Yeah, and Thanks, you know. Ladies. What's this turned off? I don't know if that makes a difference or what's not. What's really nice about this whole thing is that um, nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> Clearly, I tried we to don't get, get we don't get a, a ahead of time, and in, even when there's we no think there's ahead of time, there's really not. Yeah. It's Leah. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. So we don't we don't actually do. Um, we don't do like a preparation nope. type of deal. You know, I pre- I prepare just a tad bit. Right. But um, I don't let anybody else know what's going on with what I'm doing for sure. So got to keep it real. We got to keep it real, raw, and authentic. Authentic. (laughs) In the words of Dana Keith. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Dana Keith. Dana. Sorry, sorry. So, guys, this is uh, so for Whitney and I. Yes. For, just so you know, yes, this is our first is podcast our first. that her and I have done it's together without yes. the two gentlemen. Nice. Yes, either one of them. It's girl day. Today. It, is, it girl is girl day. Girl day today. And I could have totally changed the topic, right. Based on that alone, but you know, I think what no. we're talking about is that real raw and yes. very authentic. I think the topic is really, really good for today. So, yeah. So she knows the topic, and just I don't this know. morning, just this just morning, this morning like, she coming learned. out as getting ready and like, hey, what's it? she was like, oh, just. The topic's changed. This is what it is today. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. I just wait. I just wait. And I'm like, okay, God, what are we talking about? And, and and we'll get to that in just a minute. But what I want to talk about first and foremost is just kind of our background. How did yes. we meet? Give our listeners your perspective. Oh, let me uh, tell yes. you my perspective. <laughs> All right, girl, go ahead. Because I have a perspective. <laughs> Give us the tea. Give us the tea. I'll have okay. my coat. <laughs> well, let's start with saying... Um, it was a lonesome Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember what Many day of the week it was. Many years ago. Many, gosh, six yeah. years ago, maybe. And I was kind of dabbling with the idea of becoming a makeup artist full time. And I just wasn't really sure what that looked like. And went to school for something totally unrelated to makeup. Got my degree. Ended up in construction out of all things. And makeup was just like a, a side thing. It was my creative outlet, right? Yeah. So Dale, my husband and I were watching a movie and I think he had asked me, babe, if money was like no issue, what would you be doing? Mm. And I said, oh, Mm. hands down, I would be a makeup artist. And he goes, well, you should do that. You know, worst case, you end up making a resume and you find another job. But if not, you pause right there. So in that whole thing of him asking you that, were you doing makeup on friends or family or was it just a, a dream? Um, I think at that time I ha- I was working at Mac. Okay. And so were you doing two jobs? Yes. Wow. So I did 40 hours a week at at the home builder and then 10 hours a week at Mac and so and balancing being a mom on top of that and then I got pregnant with Gabby and mm-hmm. that's when I ended up leaving Mac because I was like I already have a little baby at home. Right. Now here's another one coming and I'm not trying to work and be, right? Mhm. That goes and I know you guys talk about your why all the time. Yes. That goes into my why. So I didn't want to be 
gone all the time. Mm-hmm. But right, makeup right. was always still, I don't know, it's like coloring, right? You yes. get to color on people yes. and get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? Right. right. <laughs> right. Who doesn't want to play all day? Exactly. Creative so. outlets are so powerful yes. because that's where we really, you know, if you've seen that movie, the one that was um, by Disney. Uh, soul. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. just, it talks about that creative outlet yes. of being in the zone and yes. that's where you find so much, you know, passion, I believe yes. just in, in life itself. Yes. So exactly. Continue. Okay. Thank you. Um, so we were watching this movie and I don't know, there was a part in the movie where he had asked his girlfriend, like what she wanted to be when, when she grows up and she said she wanted to be a makeup artist. And I don't know why in that movie it hit me. Yeah. And I had already been going to prayer, right? Like, I knew that there was some journey ahead, didn't know what it looked like, didn't know what it was, Yeah, <laughs> had no idea where life would lead me. And he goes, babe, you should just, just Google somebody, you know? Right. And I was like, it's 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. I could totally wait until tomorrow. And he goes, well, why wait? No. Just do it now. Why wait? And uh, I love Dale. Yeah. Dale, uh-huh. you get so many kudos and he flowers. Does. He is he such does. a supportive husband. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Little hearts. Um, How do we do this one? <laughs> There you go. You got there it right. You go. I got yeah. it right to Dale. Thank God it wasn't a... Rrr, rrr, rrr. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. All so the time. legit, you guys, it's like 11 something at night and I'm on Facebook and I just type in photographer or photography and makeup artist and stuff and you popped up first. Wow. I did not know Shout that. Out Google. Yes. I did not know that. I think it was because it was late night and you were probably working and so you were online. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, that's probably very true. So I sent you a message, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And the message just said I'm a, a, a makeup artist, aspiring makeup artist, if you will. And I'm wondering if you need a makeup artist. And I got a message back. I think it was the next day, much later <laughs> in the day. And it said, um, I said, I think you said, like, I, I would be interested in meeting with you, um, just so you know. <laughs> Go I ahead, require, girl. Throw me under the bus. I'm right going here. to. I require I all require of my. I do you my face. Uh-huh, that you do my face. <laughs> yes. And I remember looking at Dale and being like, this bitch wants free makeup. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants her makeup done. Like, what if she doesn't even use me? And he's like just should go and right I said, okay fine whatever the thoughts so, of jessica right i mean i'm just being real <laughs> that's real raw and authentic yes, yes yes so i pack up my stuff <laughs> and i come over and we meet and i was like oh my gosh she's beautiful like this is intimidating already and then we were in my kitchen by the way at my kitchen. old house really? yeah. yes uh-huh. yes it, do you remember what time of year it was I want to say it was right around this time. I, I because feel I feel like, like I remember the bulbs on the Christmas. ceiling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like your house was decorated for Christmas, mm-hmm. but we hadn't met or chatted or anything before. It was no. literally just this online conversation that we had, mm-hmm. right? So I get there, and the first thing she asked me, "I want a smoky eye, for, like Kim Kardashian." <laughs> I was like, "Of course she does. <laughs> Who doesn't want to put smoky your ass eye? back to work? That's <laughs> all she ever wants is a smoky ever. eye. I want a smoky eye. I want a smoky eye. Can we do a smoky eye? Smoky eye." <laughs> Because I can't do it myself. That's why. <laughs> this is true. I might have seen her once with an attempt by herself. I'm like, Jessica, doesn't that look good? I'm like, like mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> no clean response. Up, clean up right under here real quick. So we do this smoky eye, and somehow through the conversation, we're just chatting, right? Mm-hmm. Chopping it up, getting to know each other. You asked me about my background, vice versa. I asked you about photography, how long you had been in it. And you're just smiling, the whole time. And I'm like, it's crazy. Who, <laughs> why am I here? And I think I said that. Like, I don't know why I'm here. And you go, oh, I know why you're here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? 
and you go, you tell me why you think you're here. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've just been praying about like this change and, you know, I'm not really sure like what that looks like. And you nod your head and you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, go on. (laughs) And I said, and I, and I'm, I'm really wanting to pursue makeup full time, but you know, I just, I have a full time job and the thought of leaving something that's comfortable. Right. We're not for nothing, but I, I've become very complacent. You know, I show up to work, I leave at the same time, I make money, like good money too. Life goes on. I made, yeah. I made decent money there for sure, mm-hmm. and I was very grateful for the opportunity. I learned a lot while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, had great mentors, you know, while I worked there and whatnot. And um, but I'm still the makeup is in the back of my head right. to the point where I'm like googling makeup stuff at my desk at right. work mm-hmm. because I was always thinking about it. Right. So you're not in your head, and you're like, mm hmm, mm hmm, yep, yeah, okay. Okay, and you and and I remember it so vividly. Like literally, it was like last week. And you go, "Let me tell you why you're here." I was like, "Oh God, okay." <laughs> Here's the crazy part again. <laughs> and you go, "I've been praying for someone to help me with my business," mm-hmm. and that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. And I just started bawling. Remember, we mm-hmm. had a cry session, mm-hmm. and I was first like, time she me, she cried. Oh yeah, first time. And then it didn't stop ever since then. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> I come to Leah's and yep. I'm like, babe, I'll be home in an hour. He goes, see you in three. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So that's what I think our background story is. I love that. I love it. I like hearing the different perspective. Yes. You know what I mean? Because um, just hearing it back, I think for myself and, and really thinking about that day. And uh, yes, I always make my makeup artists, you know, do makeup on me because right. if they're going to touch my face, if they're going to touch my client's face, they have to, I have to like look at their setup legit. <laughs> right. Like, of course. Hey, what are they doing? Yes. Like, and um, so that's really important to me, you know, across the board. And the Kim K look, the dark look. <laughs> yes, I love it. But it's one of the harder looks to, I believe, just kind yeah. of, um, you know, do. Yeah, I can see that. And we have a lot of clients that will ask for that darker, moodier look. And so, you yes. know, I'm like, okay, let's see. What, if you could do the light look, that's easy, whatever. Right. But like, right. let's see what you can do with, you know, the moody. Yeah. yeah. And she killed it, by the way. Loved <laughs> right. it. Thank I you. loved it. Um, and I do remember the conversation. I do remember, you know, just in the regular flow of the conversation, God came up so many times, mm-hmm. right. you know, and at that point I didn't know exactly why she had walked in the door. I did know that it wasn't by circumstance right. and that yep. it was by another divine appointment. Okay. And I say that all the time mm-hmm. because yes. that's what it's there for. Yes. So, um, it, it, it's just, I don't want to say it doesn't phase me anymore because every single time I, 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 I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. like, you know, okay, God, here's another one. Here's right. another mm-hmm. one. Here's another one. And I think at that point when you had come, it was so prevalent in my life how many individuals were entering into my life right. that I there wasn't like a whole lot of surprise. It was it was very it was very joyful. And right. so when you say that I was smiling, mm-hmm. it's probably kind of like I'm sneakering at God. Like, yes. uh-huh, here you go again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's another one. Yeah, exactly. Aww. So yeah. that's kind of the background. And so catch us up on, you know, from that point, uh, kind of determining right. what yeah. it is that you wanted to do, what you actually did. So I think after that, we started the makeup with a twist mm-hmm. here, right? Yes. And that was kind of my opportunity to really get my feet wet um, as far as like back to back people. Yeah. Right. So we, we, we did a, you know, the party and we, we've toyed around with, with you right. know, maybe op- opening this up again at a different level, but where we would bring in, you know, either a party of girls. Mm-hmm. Some of the girls didn't even know each other, mm-hmm. but and we some would just, of them were friends. Some yeah. of them right. would bring a friend and we'd bring them, you know, bring them in and we would get them makeup done. We try to have, you know, two or three artists just so that it would be, you know, faster. Mm-hmm. No hair was included in that, right. but, um, then they would go out to, um, wherever downstairs in the mm-hmm. basement was the first one. Yeah. Right. So um, your little, your little photography thing down there and yep. they got some fun pictures yes. and really, I mean, 
and I'm sure you guys talk about this all the time too, you are already making way for that experience with them. Right. So I think that it started off, you know, kind of being something more for, for me to get my feet wet. Mm-hmm. But you already were well into photography with your boudoir. You say, you guys say boudoir different. Boudoir. Boudoir. My, boudoir. Mouth, my mouth doesn't move that way. It's French. I say boudoir. Yeah. Door. Or boudoir. Boudoir. <laughs> That's how I remember my uh, marketing team, Josh, actually, he would always, hey, so this boudoir. Boudoir. So boudoir. I'm like, yuck. <laughs> Just don't say it at all. I'll practice, but boudoir, 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 wah, wah, yeah, boudoir, <laughs> eight. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, you know. And I think that, um, you know, just like with makeup nowadays, honestly, you get to know people, right? Mm-hmm. And even oh, yeah. though those were really quick and intimate, still, it was it was so powerful, and that was an hour, two hour, three mm-hmm. hour, by the time we'd end up talking afterwards, four hours, you know, we'd come home at midnight and Dale would be like, how'd it go? I'm like, it was great. And I loved mm-hmm. it. And then I'd go yeah. back to work and be like, I hate, <laughs> this. I hate this place. Even more so now. <laughs> like I got a taste of this. Right. You gave me the taste, right? So then let's see, fast forward from those, I think you started doing Bible studies mm-hmm. and I would come over to the Bible studies and we would talk a lot about like, our journey in life and what that looked like, not only from a biblical standpoint, but like where our passion lies. And, you know, if we could do whatever we wanted to, what would we be doing? And what did we feel led to do? And man, every time you asked me like that tug at my heart was like, I'm supposed to be doing makeup. Right. And not even, girl, I cannot even draw a stick figure person. Like I've never been the creative, like I've made cards and stuff for Christmas and for friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. I love colors. I love markers and I buy all the highlighters and, you know, just like color has always stood out to me, but there's nothing in my past that I would be like, Oh yeah, when I grow up, I'm going to be a makeup artist. Right. You know? I wanted mm-hmm. to be an FBI agent. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I wanted to solve crime, yeah. right. you know, and now I beat faces. Like, yeah. I, I'm, like I'm not yeah. sure how those go hand in hand, but um, it's just so different. And, I don't know. It's just, I look back and, and I go, that's interesting. Just the progression from school to yeah. a full-time corporate job to now my passion that I say is makeup and where that's taken me in the last few years mm-hmm. since you and I have met. So shout out to Leah real quick. Cause Aww. you guys always do the plugs, yes. you know? Yes. And my plug to you, honestly, it is you like, you don't even know. And I don't think I give you enough credit to my people in my life. They know where you are and how you are to me, but like, See, I'm already, Chris, where's the tissues? We need that tissue, Chris. Tissues, Chris. Um, (laughs) You know, I think that you really put a little bit of a fire under my ass. And I think you gave me, you. you gave me, I don't know even the word to describe it, but the, the power of the belief in myself. Mm-hmm. Well, and we talk about it all the time on the podcast, and I brought it up to Dana a couple of times, but Leah just has a presence about her that allows yes. you to jump at your dreams. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So that word right there, you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend had sent me a video, and she kind of knew I wanted to pursue makeup, and it was from Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. and it was the video about jumping. Yeah. And that video got sent to me. And then you and I talked about it and you were like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. Have you ever listened to anything else of his? And I was like, no, I watched Family Feud and he's right. on Family Feud. Like, I don't know. Shout who out Steve, Steve Harvey. We love you. We love Steve Harvey. I don't Harvey. know who Steve Harvey is, you know? And, uh, and the video was about standing on the edge of that cliff 
and him saying like you don't know if that parachute is going to open yes. or not mm-hmm. he goes but you'll never know if you don't jump right yes. right Okay, so fast forward now. It's been a year that Lee and I talked about me jumping. But I'm not going to lie, I was scared. Mm -hmm. You know, the thought of leaving something that I knew very well to pursue something that I had no idea what the end result would be. Yes. And I'm very controlling, let's be honest, you know. (laughs) And and that really scared me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I went to talk to my boss about leaving, and he goes, I don't know if you want me to tell you to jump or what. He, oh, goes, he used the word. He used the word. And just there you go. That was confirmation tears. in itself. It was 100%, yeah. you know? And I put in my notice, and man, the rest is history. This is going into my fifth year now of being self employed. Love it. And it's, I'm not going to lie, it has challenges, but it's, it's yes. by far been the best decision I've ever I made. I love that. Aww, and I have I seen. It. This woman's growth so substantially yeah. to the point where, you know, and, and it's funny because uh, we, we talk about this often where people knew that, you know, a lot of my start was with, you know, Diane or, or Vanessa mm-hmm. or Jessica and um, they, you know, they, they see that we're not working together or they'll see different makeup mm-hmm. and, oh, right. is there something wrong or did you guys yeah. have a fallout? And it's like, no, right. it's not about that. It's that she got right. her wings. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like she got her wings and this, yeah. this chick got so dang busy that it was like, okay, well, you know, can, hey, can you come? No, I, I'm going to be in the salon. Can you come? No, I have a wedding. Okay. Could you do this day? No, I can only really do this day and this day. And I'm like, damn it. It's like, okay, well. You know, and so, you know, she was doing what she loved and yes. that was the dream and the passion that she was following. And so um, as sad as we talked about, you know, yeah. when yeah. you see people that they have to go or when they start to flourish or, you know, it, you have to let them go too. Yes. And I can't, I wanted to keep her all to myself. She knew <laughs> right. she was the very first one yeah. that I said, this is my vision for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but she made it very clear that she had a very big love for the wedding the industry. Mm-hmm. And I just said, well, you know, I don't want to ever take you away from that right. desire, that passion, because mm-hmm. I don't ever want it to become as a resentment. Like, right. man, why did I leave that? Why did I go away from that or, right. or whatnot? So right. um, anyhow, that was, you know, just seeing her, that, that's kind of where our relationship was and, and where it went to that way. And um, we now, we make as much time as we can for each other, you know, in between. And I love seeing her grow. I love seeing what she's doing. Um, she's just phenomenal. She's yeah. absolutely phenomenal no. what she does. And then the growth process where you see this, this like scared person mm-hmm. go to like, no. now she's setting these big <laughs> ass goals for herself. Yes. Like, look, you know, now I'm, I'm trying to hit this and I'm trying to hit that. And I'm like, yes, like do it, yeah. you know? So yeah. I love your journey and I thank you so much for being here. And and what we're going to kind of get into now is just in that, right. Uh In that whole journey. (laughs) She's about to go. Just watch her. Hold my hand. (laughs) We asked for, um, to take a jump. You don't even know it. (laughs) Steve, Steve, (laughs) where's that parachute? Um, no, I just, uh, you know, when we get into, this whole dream and, and what it is that, you know, we, we want, we often, or people, I should say, often will see the, this side of it. Sure. You know what I mean? And they see like the, 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 the glory in it. And the they see stuff. that, mm-hmm. man, you get to make your own hours and you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. get to take vacations whenever you want, which mm-hmm. is like hardly ever. Um, right. Because we won't. Nope. And they see the good things about it, but they don't see all the hardships and they don't yes. see all of the things that we go through along that journey. And For so sure. we talk about from here to here, yep. but the in-between mm-hmm. is uh, an area that I want to just kind of talk about right now. And, and, and 
it's not, I don't think, a subject that we move from. It's something that we're continuously practicing, and that's yes. unleashing the guilt of being successful. Oh, yes. my gosh. Okay. Yes, <laughs> girl. I told you she was coming with it. Here we go. Here we go. So, you know, uh, I think it's a really important topic. Number one, because guilt for women is such a real mm-hmm. deal. Yes. And we're not just talking about mom guilt, mm-hmm. okay, because that, that in itself is huge. Mm-hmm. Right. We're talking about the guilt of, you know, maybe we, maybe it's the guilt of making too much money. Maybe it's the guilt of um, charging too much. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the guilt of not being there for our husbands, our mm-hmm. significant others. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the guilt of, um, yes, not having time. Maybe it's the guilt of not mm-hmm. making time with girlfriends. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, we, we bombard ourselves on our shoulders mm-hmm. yes. with, should I be doing this? Taking mm-hmm. care of ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Going to get our hair and our nails yeah. done. Should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't struggle with that part. <laughs> I have I to agree that. with you. That's the only thing I do for me. Probably yes. consistent enough. So yeah, that's not going away. Yeah. <laughs> that is the and only thing, thing because that I do. There's a lot of women that yeah. will not. And, and, and I used to be one of those women. I used to, when we would go to the store, I'd buy a couple of things for myself and I was buying mm-hmm. for the kids. And by the time that I got to the checkout, I'd throw everything that was for me out yep. mm-hmm. and make sure that they had what it is that they needed, you know? And I, I really don't need that. Well, I, and I you just, don't realize the more and more you tell yourself, I don't need that, you're actually really hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you become resentful. Mm. And that's a whole other different type of thing. Damn, demon. that's, okay, next podcast already. I'll yeah. be back for that. <laughs> well, and, and it's true it's because it's also what you're speaking, right? It like is. you don't yes. even realize what it is that you're speaking into uh-huh. yourself or like, you know, gosh, I don't need this. You right. know, well, who told you that? Right. Who told you that who you don't need that? Who the hell told you you don't need that? Yeah. yeah. But it is. That's, it's, it's, and so many women don't take care of themselves. When women think about an investment into boudoir, mm-hmm. okay, they're like, oh God, like that's a lot of money. And right. I just, I don't know if, you know, Christmas around the corner, yep. but why not? That right. is my question is why not? Right. Why aren't you taking care of you? Because you'll hear me say this over and over again. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Yes. No. Amen. And if that cup requires a little bit of Botox or it requires <laughs> a little bit of nails done or requires a little bit, whatever it is that makes you feel good, then do the damn thing. That's right. You know, because yeah. you cannot pour from an empty cup, but in between, how do we battle? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How, how do we fight and go against these feelings of, because I still deal with them. Mm-hmm. Same. I still deal with them. And, you know, I think that the very first part of unleashing the guilt is that we need to understand that a lot of our guilt, first and foremost, I believe comes from judgment yes. of other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Opinions. Or the uh, assumption mm-hmm. that other people are mm-hmm. judging us. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I think it starts from if, if it's when we're first having kids, if we have the decision to make kids, and I have a, a couple of memes that I'm going to be putting up here over the next couple of weeks where it shows pictures of a woman who is has a pregnancy sign mm-hmm. and she's ecstatic because she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then it shows another woman who has a pregnancy sign and it shows that she's ecstatic because she's, she's not, not pregnant. Not. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And both are not wrong. Right. It's like, you know, who, who's to say? So if you choose to do this, but if I choose to have a career, then somebody else is taking care of my kids and, mm-hmm. and somebody can throw that guilt on me. And if I choose not to have a career, then I feel like I'm not giving enough to my household and I'm mm-hmm. not doing enough for my household. If I choose to breastfeed my kid, then I'm giving them all the nutrients and support that they need. But if mm-hmm. I choose not to, then, you know, I, I, it, you, you're damned mm-hmm. if you do and you're damned yes. if you don't. And right. we are bombarded with all these different choices and people's opinions of what it is that they think that we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Comparison. Yep. And judgment go hand in hand, I believe, very, very much so. So have you ever judged a woman in your life? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I do sure. it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Why? 
learn. That's that lovely learned and taught behavior that is given to you at a young mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, well, I'll be honest too. Honestly, Leah, I think that, you know, some of that judgment comes from not necessarily even a bad place, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll use you as a prime example. You know, you talk about success and feeling guilty because you are successful, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we've talked about this, yeah. like mm-hmm. you have a beautiful new home and a new studio and it's like the things that you've done in your life have afforded you these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I know you very personally and intimately and I know that you bust your ass for the things that you do have, you know? Whereas an outsider looking in might go, ugh, she just bought a new house. Didn't mm-hmm. she just get a car mm-hmm. last week? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't she drive a BMW already? Mm-hmm. You know, like those are the kind of judgments that I feel come hand in hand when there is success. But I'm going to flip that a little bit, too, and say my success Girl, go ahead. is not even <laughs> it's not even material things necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like I drive a car. It's three years old. You know, I spend a lot of money on shoes. Nobody looks at my feet. I do. <laughs> you do? OK. <laughs> I'm I like, do. girl, those are nice boots. You <laughs> know, I do. Sorry, Dale. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Dale. Um, but I think that for me, success is um, making my schedule. That to me is success, you know, mm-hmm. being able to not have to ask nobody. Being in control. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. for time off to be with yeah. my kids yeah. or to go to my daughter's school, play in the middle of the day or to go have lunch with a girlfriend and take an hour and a half instead of my allotted 60 minutes. Like yes. right. that was where it started for me where I'm like, why do I have to do this? Yeah. Right. And that's gratitude. So, you know, I think that in anything that we do, number one thing always has to be gratitude. Yes. And if you don't come from a place of gratitude, you can't build to the next level. Right, right. Yes. If you come from a place of lack, scarcity, enviness, jealousy, you mm-hmm. will not build. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because that will keep your, those thoughts will keep mm-hmm. you stagnant. Yes. And so if you're coming from that area and you're trying to build mm-hmm. and it's not authentically yes. or genuinely outpoured, then you're not moving. Right. And it, you know, he, gratitude he is something. And he taketh yeah, away. That's right. And <laughs> gratitude is something that has to be practiced. It's a muscle that we have to practice. Yes. It is literally a muscle that we have to practice because we can go about our day and begin our day and just start. And, and, you know, if we're not taking time to meditate, pray, if we're not taking time to get into our word or read a good book or just get some inspiration somewhere mm-hmm. and stop and look around you and smell the damn flowers, mm-hmm. then we can't come from a place yes. of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so what you're doing is those small things. Okay which are huge in so many aspects, but where people don't necessarily even look at, because you're right, a lot of it can be like, oh gosh, well look, you know, she got the car, she got this or she got that. And aside from that, the gratitude comes from, I do get to make my own hours. Mm -hmm. I do get to set up a a lunch date whenever I want, you know? And yet there's so much discipline in that as well to be able to say no to people, to be able to, you know, and and sometimes overly not saying yes, maybe, you know, when you really should stop and take, you know, time Mm -hmm. and and whatnot. But um, I love what you're you're saying with that because I think for myself, I have only been able to really kind of cope or deal with this whole thing was after one of the podcasts that um, Joey was on yeah, um, with Shout Out No Shine. And he said, you know, you need to stop. You need to stop, you know, looking at that guilt. He said, because I wish that I had a parent that I could have looked at that was successful Mm, or that had something going on for them. And it wasn't until then that I think something just clicked and I had to let it go and say, you know what? I am realizing that the time spent within my business is showing my kids that you can have a fulfilled life, that you can dream and have passions that you want to fulfill and do the damn thing. I'm going to touch on that real quick because we went to Granby last week with the kids 
And Dale and I were very fortunate. When we were younger, we actually invested into a timeshare. Mm -hmm. This timeshare is a little bit different than normal ones. It's not one particular place. We bought points to be able to use those points in several different places. Mm, Right. So we booked this beautiful presidential suite with three bedrooms, a hot tub on the deck and whatever. And we get there. And mind you, this was the first week, a week that I've had off all year. I I didn't take time off. You hear that? Yes. That's sad, right? In and of itself. So I but mean, it, 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 but you know what I what I want to just stop you there for a second is that's what I mean, right? You could you could have said no, right? You could, yeah. and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? I'm saying that we don't, yes, that yeah. we won't, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I took this week off. We planned it. Good for you. We knew it was going to happen. The kids were really excited to go. You know, they were out of school obviously for Thanksgiving break, and we get there the first night. And the girls are running around. They're like, mom, look at this. Mom, look at this. Mom, look at this. And I'm like, they act like they've never been anywhere before. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So we have dinner and whatnot. And we just make, you know, we pop in a lasagna from from the King Supers or whatever. And that was our dinner. We kept it pretty simple. And then afterwards, we went in the hot tub. And it was just myself and the kids in the hot tub. And Gabby and Michaela start talking. And now let me tell you. Gabby is seven. She's my little mini me, right? Mm-hmm. Michaela's 10. So these are young kids. Right. And, and Gabby goes, are we rich, mom? <laughs> and I said, I, I mean, that. I wouldn't say rich. <laughs> no, but like why? I was curious as to why she was asking that. Mm-hmm. And she goes, look at this. She goes, hot tub, rich. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Gabby? Gabby. Oh, my God. And I she goes, big hotel room, rich. <laughs> and the wood, the headboards on the beds in our room, rich and i was like jesus <laughs> you guys sleep in a bunk bed like, that's hilarious <laughs> you know but it's like looking at it from her perspective mm-hmm. i could see why she would think that you know mm-hmm. and then of course it's my opportunity to pipe into my girls and say look this is what mommy works really hard for mm-hmm. so on the times where i'm not home yes or i have to leave on the weekend yep. when i really want to be there this, this is, is why yes yeah. you know and I don't know that it really got into her her little seven-year-old head, but I think just even having that opportunity. And I will say, too, Dill's really good about making comments like, Mommy works really hard. Mm. Mommy does this for you. Like, Mommy does right. this for us. Like, we can do this because of Mommy. And not Dill works really hard, too. Yeah, no, but it's know? just to kind of un- have them understand, because I think I feel the same way where, you know, Nanda was, you know, the one that was at the baseball games, and, mm-hmm. and many of them, you know what I mean? And... <clears throat> Again, though you you're afforded your own business and you can right. make the decision to show up and go to every single one, you have to say no because it's right. like okay, well wait, I got to make sure that you know right. some of these things are taken care of. Yeah. And so what I love about that relationship is that he was able to really just compliment me in yes. so many ways. Now my kids may not see that now. No, but they will later. But eventually, eventually I have to just yeah. I have to give it up and say you know that they will that they will have. And again, it goes back to that whole ideal of. I am teaching them something, whether it's go right. after your dreams, yep. pursue your dreams. You can have what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Dream big, mother effer, not to my right. kids, but <laughs> yeah. you know or, what I mean? Or to your kids. Or to my kids, <laughs> you know, and, and go after it. Like you yeah. can have anything yeah. it is you want. And um, that is teaching them in, yes. in something, you right. know? So yes, I, I couldn't be at every game. And that's where I really started to kind of unleash my own personal guilt mm-hmm. of did I, was I able to provide more, um, destination or, or right. vacations than what my parents did? Absolutely. You right. know, did we make it right. a point? Absolutely. Did we, you know, make it a point to eat dinner at the table as yeah. a family? Absolutely. You know, where some of those values that I took from my parents and yet desired some of them more than what even I received, I wanted to make it an, an avid point to do. 
And so that was helping, that was my help in Mm -hmm. kind of unleashing my own personal guilt. What about for our significant others? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's touchy too. Yeah. Um, I think I kind of talked to you a little bit about this, but, um, you know, with the bridal business that I own with, with two of my very good friends, um, we were talking one day and they were saying that they were burnt out, you know, from work. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say this wedding season has been unlike any other that we've experienced. Yeah. And I think some of that reschedules from last year and that, you know, adding on new, obviously, brides from this year and whatnot. But they were both saying, like, their significant others missed them being at home. Mm-hmm. And for a minute, I sat there and I actually got really emotional because I'm like, Dale doesn't say anything about missing me being at home, mm-hmm. you know. So I got home and I had this in my head the whole time. And I'm like, does he not want me here? You know, for like a brief second. And then I can't remember. We, we were talking maybe just about like what the girls and I had talked about. And, and I said, I kind of got upset because I felt like maybe you enjoy that I'm gone all the time. It sounds so silly saying it out loud, but in my head, like I completely rationalized, you know, yeah. this whole, I, I made up this story in my mm-hmm. head. And he goes, um really? He goes, I'm just so damn proud of you. He goes, this is everything that you've wanted and that you work for. And he goes, I don't understand why you would think that I wouldn't want you. That's crazy, Jessica. It's totally me. I did. I made this whole story up. So, um, you know, most of my friends know, and I, I'm the first one to, to say it all the time. I work, right. I work most of the day, you know, on a great day, I do maybe 10 makeups, Mm. you know, on a so-so day, I still do about three or I'll do maybe two and a couple facials. And so it's still a productive day. Right. Yep. But I get home and I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And so is my husband. Yeah. He, he still worked all day too, mm-hmm. but without fail, he will ask me, do you have any brushes for me to wash today? Oh, that's so sweet. God, he gets so many kudos. Dale does really get Aww. so many kudos. Cause I hear these, these stories often. And I'm just like, wow, you know what I mean? And and uh, I don't want to throw my husband under the bus whatsoever, you know, because he's, he's a great guy. He is. But, you know, I think one of the things that we've been dealing with lately is just that neediness of like, you know, wanting me on the couch. Right. Just sit with me, you know, and I'm like, God, I have like 10,000 things mm-hmm. to do right now. You know, we've been together for 20 something years. Can yeah, you just same. chill? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I have guilt in myself, you know, as well, because I'm like, okay, I've got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. But he just desires for me to just go and sit with him or be with him or or, or whatever that, you know, looks like in his eyes. And, um, that's really difficult to slow down and do. And yet it's another thing that you have to prioritize. And I want to talk about that because I think that there's so many women out there that are really struggling and it doesn't just have to be with your spouses, you know, Whitney, you're single. Well, my, my side of your guys is what you guys are talking about. Oh, is a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. So, so I'm no, coming. you know, speak on that. So <laughs> I'm, on that. I come from an opposite side. You know, I was in a relationship and a marriage for 10 years. And the person that I was with was the main breadwinner of the household. And I started working for the business, mm-hmm. but I was working from home. Right. So as much as I was still contributing, um, the person that I was with was overseeing three businesses, micromanaging over 25 different staff members per Jeez. building. And then on top of it, getting you know, blessed with these great opportunities and art business, Mm -hmm. you know, now we're starting to do, you know, specific stuff with, with that. And then the nightclub came into the situation. So it was, there was no time. Mm -hmm. I may be seeing my significant other for an hour Mm -hmm. a day. So 
as much as I learned on the outside of it, while I was in that situation, I can relate to where your guys' significant others were coming from because here I am still providing and being supportive, right. but I'm not being fed. Right. Mm. And you're choosing this over me. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that that was a humbling experience. And, and then to come out of it on the divorce side and also kind of see my flaws and where I could have been more supportive or where Mm -hmm. I could have said, you know, I could have just, you know, sat back for a second and understood the pressure that you were under. It is, it's a, it's a tough thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. is a tough thing. And you talk about it all the time. It's the dance between you and your significant other. Mm -hmm. And it is a true dance. Sometimes that person leads more, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you're that backbone in the household. And sometimes, you know, it switches off. So it really, it, it takes a lot of work (laughs) a lot of work I feel like you know one of the things and one of the tools that we can give to our listeners is definitely the fact that just like anything else that you're doing in your life whether it's that you're scheduling a hair and makeup appointment that you know and and I don't want to talk about just sex guys because you know you you think about those movies (laughs) that right away they have to schedule no but it's the truth and and it's but you really do need to like being a needy person and coming home to somebody who's had a 24-hour full day and you're tired and and you're exhausted, exhausted and you're just I used to call my mom and be like I feel like I'm a damn puppy. <laughs> like you're coming home and I haven't seen him. Like, hi, I've not talked to a human mm-hmm. for almost 24 hours. Yeah. Hi, pay attention to me. But then mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm done. I yeah. don't have any more energy to give. Like, that's it. Right. right. Where do you find the balance in that? Yeah. And, well, and being able to separate and know yes. that that's nothing on nothing you. Nothing to do right. with you. You know, that was yeah. your partner at the time. So that exactly would have been exhausted. my guilt in that moment was just probably not being more selfish at the time, but also not being fed at the time as well. So mm-hmm. it is. That's and a, it's, and it's I, I think I have come to the realization that balance does not exist. No. I, I, I <laughs> just, doesn't. I don't feel like, I mean, I think that there, you'll give her your take. And I've said this over before as well as that. If you take from this one, then this mm-hmm. one tips. Yes. And if you take from this one, then this one tips. Yes. And, you know, finding this perfect balance, I don't think it exists. Just like a perfect yeah. wife doesn't exist. Just like a perfect nope. mom doesn't exist. Just like a perfect business doesn't exist. Right. And, just like anything else, you know, we have vision boards, we have, um, you know, time blocking, we have color, we have all of these tools and we need to schedule time in and where we block off, you know what, I'm going to take 30 minutes and sit down with my kid and just listen to their day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, put the dang phone down, be present, look at them and, and schedule that time. If that's mm-hmm. what you need to do, Yes. you know, and it, we have to because otherwise it will go undone. Mm-hmm. Well, and it goes undone. And then that's, again, that's what I bring back to that's that learned behavior. Yeah. I grew up in a single parent household. My, my parents were not, you know, my mom never dated. So there was never me seeing a visual dynamic of a healthy relationship mm-hmm. and how that works with work. Mm-hmm. Right. And like how you are supposed to be in, in a conjoined relationship and supporting each other. Like I never seen that. So and I love the fact that you were, you were said that, you know, Dale really makes it a point and it's yes. not because he doesn't work hard and it's not because he doesn't provide, right. but it's because maybe you are gone a little bit more and I not am. as present. And so he's just kind of confirming to them, look guys, like this is why like, yes. and, and I love that part it's of it beautiful. because when we're able to take those trips or when we're able to take off to, you know, one nighter in Vegas and say, mm-hmm. Hey, like, yes. I just want to do this for you. It's because of that, you yes. know, as long as we're scheduling the time to do those things yes. and that, but is- for both of you, when you do <laughs> schedule stuff like that to not feel guilty when you're doing it. Oh, I hundred percent yeah. feel guilty. Cause that is a horrible mood killer. I will tell you, I cannot. And are you talking about you. in the sense of the business or in like, the business, like, mm, in the sense of the business, missing something, yes. saying no to a wedding, mm-hmm. 
yes. saying no to a shoot that or yes. rescheduling a shoot. I get that it. That was one of our biggest arguments was I would finally get us an opportunity to where we could schedule and plan go away time. Mm-hmm. And that go away time turned into resentment, guilt, and anger after the fact of we should have never did this. Because mm. oh. I could have made all this money. Mm. Or if I was here, this wouldn't have happened. Or if I was here, this didn't happen. My husband, he says, oh, a, like drive me up the wall. I'm like, the, why did we do it in the first place? He says <laughs> something and I can't even, I can't even, he, he just, and it's so funny that I can't even remember right now because I was teasing him. Like, is that going to be your new saying? Like, you're going to say that all the time now. <laughs> and he basically, it's something about like, you can't take anything with you. I mean, that, yes. at the end of the day, that's it. But he, he talks about, I think a, I don't know. It was like a horse or a, <laughs> I don't know, something. I don't remember what it was. He's going to have to fill me in on it. But it's basically that you can't like you can't take anything can't with, take you. with you. No. You yeah. can't take any of this with you. The only thing that I truly believe, and this is just my own heart belief, is that you will get to kind of you know sustain those memories and the things yes. that you created and did. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, if you're doing all of these things and you're working for the man or you're working for the man or the woman, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. even yourself, like where are you taking the time to enjoy the fruits of your labor? Yes. Yes. I think I told you the last time that we got together, but, um, I was going with one of my girlfriends to one of her photo shoots. She was doing an engagement shoot Mm -hmm. up in like the mountains, Boulder somewhere. And I told her, I said, Hey, I'll ride along with you. You know, maybe we could do a couple headshots real quick, like before your client gets there or whatever. And so we had 15 minutes before her client got there that we could exchange some pictures. But in the car ride on the way there, I was complaining to her. And I said, God, this year, you know, it's funny because you pray to be that busy. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. ask God to bless you, mm-hmm. right? And then he does. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I didn't ask for this. Oh, hang yeah, on. you did. Yeah. I didn't realize it was going to be Let me like remind this. you where you did ask for all of this. <laughs> yes. And he's like, on this night, on a Tuesday. Right. <laughs> this is you what know? you asked for. Yeah. That's exactly Now you have it and that's not and good enough. have it, right? <laughs> so I was telling her, I said, I'm just really burnt out. Yeah. And she goes, you know, she goes, um, you should really talk to your boss about that <laughs> and of course I just laugh right and I'm like oh touche that's me <laughs> I need right. to talk to myself about that's that. pretty pretty so deep it was it was a, a little bit of a, a check for me because you know I did go all year and I justified everything with I have to work mm-hmm. I have to work I have to work because I was making up for last year where mind you I was still very blessed last year even with being closed down for almost Amen. three months you know mm-hmm. so like I do I'm very thankful I'm gr- very grateful and humble to God for that because I didn't lack right. I could still pay my bills right. we could still do fun things like it just was a little tight you know mm-hmm. you strap down a little bit you make it work right Okay, right. so then go to this year, and it's the total opposite of that. You know, I this doubled. Is a, this is the busiest you've ever been. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I doubled my income from last year. Wow. That's awesome. You know, and so it just kind of shows you, okay, I can do it if I work this hard, mm-hmm. but here's the price you pay yeah. for that. Yep. And that mm-hmm. price was my family time. Mm-hmm. And so there is sacrifice. There's a ton of sacrifices Definitely. in living a successful life and owning a successful business. And that's one of the choices. It's one of those choices. And yet, you know, we can be one way or the other. And I want to just give you your flowers. And I've told you this over and over and over again, that I admire your family life, regardless (laughs) of how you feel inside, um, regardless of, you know, your own personal guilt, but seeing um, the way your kids respect you, seeing the way that your husband respects you, the way that you guys really enjoy your time when you're together and you make the most of every second is such a testimony in itself. 
And other people are watching that. And other people are very, very inspired by that. Very much Aww. so. Appreciate that. <laughs> so kudos to you because that's, 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 you know, you really want to enjoy that time when you're there. And we can be one way or the other, it, you know, in, in so many aspects. We can we can be on the very, very self. We know some selfish right. people, don't we, Whitney? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not going to say any names, but. Very selfish. We, we know some, what you know, people that. We'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> you know, we just know some people that, you know, they, they take, 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 take. Sure. And, and there's no, um, there's no accountability or realization on what that taking does and, and, to and others. It, yes. And, 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 and then you see it as a pattern. Yes. You see it. Okay. Oh, okay. Now I understand. So this oh. is how you really are. Right. And what we have to do with that. And what I always say that I love to do with that is, and it's, I make an example out of somebody and mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but you know, you just have to look at that and say, okay, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to become that person. Yeah. And it's those little things. And so ladies, we've got to give ourselves men too, because there are, there's such yeah. thing as dad guilt. That's yes. we, we know that we know that there are men out there that they are working their tails off to make ends meet. And they could be with their kiddos. They could be with yeah. their, you know, their, 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 their families. And yet they're doing what they have to do to make the stuff work. And so this is not a, this is not a, oh, it's hey, not the woman even just thing. for that. No. And my ex, you know, identified more as a male, but the guilt that that woman used to put on herself for her own yeah. mother mm-hmm. was something I never understood. Mm-hmm. Like we would go out to dinner and we'd go to like the famous or something. And it, it you know, it's not cheap, mm-hmm. <laughs> but granted, like you haven't done anything to treat yourself in like three weeks. Yeah, right. You've worked 24 yeah. seven. So this is justified. Like, right. let me explain to you how justified this is. But then when somebody's throwing back at you and going, well, my mother uses, you know, napkins for toilet paper. And I know she probably hasn't eaten out in probably a good four or five months. So why should I be doing this? Yes. How do you combat that? Mm-hmm. But it, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You're the, I was like, next but time, bring the, your mom. Right. But <laughs> even at that point, you know, people are, get stuck in their own yeah, ways. Yeah. And you 100%. can't change that. And you can't make yourself feel guilty for doing something that you deserve. And that's yeah. it. And that's why when Les Brown said it in one of his, like, you know, inspirational, you know, things that I listened to. And he said, I have never, ever. He goes, and I've been to the bedside of many people when they were dying. Have I? ever heard them say i wish i I would have spent more more time in the office you know it's true because you don't at the end of the day and and you guys heard me say Mm -hmm. it and that was on that particular podcast with joey was when i said what if at the end of the day my kids say but mom i just wanted to spend more time with you like that is like so heart-wrenching for me do you know what i mean yes and yet i also have to battle with myself and owning my own passions and knowing that they're their own little individual lives too. Well, you, know you guys I mean? both need to know the gifts that you're giving them though. <clears throat> like what you already said, you know, these children are learning how to run a business yes. and are around adults that are, are fending An for empowered woman, a boss lady. Then, exactly. The mm-hmm. gifts that you're giving your children are going to set them up for the rest of their life. And you think about the kids, it's, it's, it, you're never going to be right. Just as much as we no. talk about judgment, and, and I'm not saying, you know, our kids are assholes sometimes. Yes. I, I'm just being hundred percent. They are, they're little assholes sometimes. And so if you'd go one way, I, mm-hmm. if I were a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. okay. And I went to all the baseball games and I went to all of the things, but we couldn't They'd afford be sick of you cause mm-hmm. you'd be up we, their ass. And we couldn't afford vacations mm-hmm. and we couldn't afford to, you know, have meals at the table. Well, then would they look at me and say, gosh, I wish I had more, mm-hmm. you know, how yes. come you're not like so-and-so? Yeah. Yes. I guarantee you that they would, because yeah, we all right. wish something, something different. We do. Mm-hmm. 
And yet, so we choose, we have to choose our own path and we have to be okay with it. At the end of the day, even though my kids are my kids, they are still going to have their individual life. And what I'm pattering for them, like what I'm pattering for them is the fact that I want you to learn that you can have a successful life and, and still make time. Maybe it's not as much time as you desired, but you know what? Just like I tell anybody else, come and check me. Mm -hmm. I've given each of my kids the opportunity to sit down with me and say, you know, do you want to go somewhere? And when I started thinking about, because I started having my own personal guilt about my, you know, you, you kind of know what's Mm -hmm. going on in the background. Did I take him to this concert did, or, did, or right. to this show? Did I did I make sure that we went on this vacation? Right. Did mm-hmm. I make sure that we, this, that he didn't have, like he didn't want, that he didn't, you know, right. and that they didn't, I should say. It's mm-hmm. not just he, it's just that they didn't. Yes, I did. Right. Do you know what I mean? And then if I wouldn't have, it would have probably been like, well, I didn't have this and yes. I didn't have this and we didn't get to do that. Well, and this is the try to, this is the lesson that I'm actually mm-hmm. trying to get my mom to understand right now is exactly what you're saying. You're never going to be the the perfect parent. However, who am I to say that God did not use that situation Mm -hmm. to teach something and instill something in your kids that they are going to move forward and change? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That whole like rationalization is hard to humbleize. Like that's what I feel like my mom is having a hard time humbleizing and she's not willing to eat the pie right now Mm -hmm. and I need her to take a bite (laughs) so we can move past it. Yeah. Like acknowledge what you did, acknowledge what you didn't do. Mm-hmm. I learned from it, yeah. so mm-hmm. I don't repeat it. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's stop and the that's, cycle that's, and keep it going. That's so phenomenal in itself. Is because awareness is everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. The moment that you become aware of that, he either that I have that I have guilt, that I have mom guilt, that I have business guilt, that I have wife guilt, that I have you know um, friendship guilt, whatever the case it is right. that you are experiencing, which these women, uh, yes, it's, <laughs> we women do. <laughs> Awareness is everything yes. because as soon as we can become aware, and I hear what you're saying where some people are never going to be never, aware, right. never be aware. But as soon as you can become aware, you have the opportunity to shift yes. and to move into a different direction. And so for me, what I realized is that I had so much inside of me, <clears throat> I would say emotional discontent, uh, discontentment because my mom wasn't around right. because she was a nine to five. I was a latchkey kid. And my sister was pretty much the one that was raising me. When I really went back into my own childhood was like, man, my sister, and maybe that's why we're not closer as mm-hmm. close as you know we wanted to be was because we fought so much and yeah. there was not a parent parenting us. It was my right. sister that was parenting mm-hmm. me. And yet her parenting was, you know, you better do what I tell you to do. And you're else. like, you're my sister, <laughs> get out of my face. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> right, you're not my mom. Right. And so, and I, I remember, I remember vividly, and I, I think I may have said this one time in a, um, uh, in a, uh, one of the podcasts that we did was that I remember looking at, um, my friend, shout out to Veronica Camacho, who's been my long-term friend and we've had you know, ins and outs, but recently have reconnected. And I've known her, this girl since third grade with her George Michael t-shirt. I say that over <laughs> and over again because she walked in, she looked so cute. It. And I was like, that girl's going to be my friend. <laughs> and I was very bossy like that in my head. Like I, and I was a bossy friend. They all can say that they will all attest to that, that I was like, oh I had gosh. to be in charge. And like, I had to be like, okay, so this is how this is going to go down. <laughs> so but I was like, changed no, then. not really, you know, but I've learned, I've learned, um, how to be nicer about it. <laughs> True, we called you yeah. those girls bossy betsies you know and i probably was i had i had a club and i had we had a membership fee and we had field trip days and they were planned God, i cannot and we were called the hot babes we were called the hot babes and even then i was like yep this is who we are this is what we're about and so i was like hey do you want to be my friend do you want to be in my club 
And she's like, yeah. It'll be $10. Right. Yeah, so this is the way that this works. I'm just going to keep track here. I attest that to being the entrepreneur that I right. am now. Exactly. You know, so as much as it young. afforded me a bad reputation back then, <laughs> now I, I, you know, I'm, I have gratitude. I have thankfulness for, you know, who I was then. But let me take that back because I was a latchkey kid and because I had to come home and fend for myself. I became so independent yes, and self-sufficient sufficient yes. in everything that I did. And so just like you, you said, it, it molded me to who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was doing the best that she could, the best that she mm-hmm. learned how to do and in her situation. And I could have taken all of that anger and guilt. And, right. and for a while I did, I rebelled and I sat and out the And it's okay streets, to acknowledge you know? that. Like there's nothing wrong with no. you saying you were wrong for doing this. Right. However, it's made me the woman that I am. So let's meet in the middle and figure it out. And I rebelled right. and I went through my yes. little, my, my stages of being, you know, and, and I, that was, I it took years mm-hmm. and years to figure out this why? is why I was the right. way that I was. This is why I sat out the streets. This is why it's because I was looking for attention and yes, emotional connection. And that's all we're ever looking for. Yes. And so for me looking at that saying, okay, I'm not going to be my mom and not in a bad way. I love right. my mom. She is the most right. genuine, giving, compassionate woman that I probably know. And, um, but in so many ways I wanted her to be present. And yet as I started pushing forward into my own career, I realized I'm my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm working. Isn't that the worst realization? Like I've just now started like seeing like bigger jumps of it where I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> yes. No and offense, those are mom, some of those you, learned environment. And I'm, I'm glad you kind of talked about the word learned environment because it can be unlearned. Mm-hmm. Yes. It can be unlearned. Your patterns and, and the things that you have taken from your past can be unlearned. It's difficult, but you have to be aware yes. mm-hmm. to be able to change that mindset. And so for me, my kids may never understand this because and, until they want to have a conversation yeah. and, and understand where I came from in right. my life and, and what I grew up with, know that I did stop and I did make a difference mm. and say, okay, maybe I'm not as much as you wanted, but I definitely did things different than, you know, and, and I, I pushed that what you way. were given. Yes. Right. Than what I was given. And my, my, my husband too, you know, where, you know, he grew up in the hood and he didn't, he, he didn't have for, for nothing. And he had cheap, cheap, cheap shoes that they would buy a dozen of for him for the whole school year. And that's what you get. Mm -hmm. And so he pushed for the kids to have Jordans and the best Mm -hmm. and this, and they just, I'm sorry to say it, but they don't appreciate it when they get it. it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And where he, in his mindset was like, you gave him a pair of Jordans, boy. Like, you know, he was going to take care of them. He cleaned them and he Mm -hmm. washed them and he had them for years. Mm -hmm. And so that keeps his in the box. (laughs) And and it just gives you again, another idea of where you can go excess one way or excess the other way, but it still may not be good enough. And so stop holding on to the guilt because Mm -hmm. one way or another, somebody's going to judge you. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to be comparing themselves against you. Somebody's going to be, you know, and and, and and that someone might be you. Yes that someone might be you that's holding you accountable to all of these things. So stop and unleash it. Create your own rules, create your own environment. And I think the most important thing with that is have the conversation. Yeah. That part right like there. Like you had, like the, what you were talking about with the girls in the hot tub, mm-hmm. like you were hat, you took the time to have the conversation. Yes. Some people just slough it off and just mm-hmm. let it roll and they don't, you know, readdress it. And then it does fester up and turn into mm-hmm. a whole bunch of mess. And then that, adds more to your guilt yes yeah Yeah. and I think the conversation aspect of it too is even like you know Nando buying the Jordans and the things like that like I look at my kids and I try to give them those opportunities too right and to me it is buying them toys Mm -hmm. my kids have a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. 
and they right. really want for nothing. But there is definitely that sense of entitlement. And what happens if a year from now my kid goes, I didn't care about any of that stuff. I just wanted to go to a movie with you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and here I am thinking I'm doing my best right. by giving them all these things mm-hmm. that money buys. Right. And that's not even what they want. No, that was what you wanted or something that's what I wanted. you. That's why it's so important. You have to have the conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have to have the conversation. And be aware. Yes. Just the, the awareness and everything is, is first because you, you in order to have the conversation, you have to know what you're even mm-hmm. talking about. Exactly. Yep. You know what I mean? And so I love that like that's that's good you guys i want to i want to talk a, a really quick about um this uh, scripture right here so uh, bring it back to you know between the sheets and, yes. and i told you and i told you and it, the podcast is actually uh, from a couple weeks ago is dropping tomorrow and so you guys will get the understanding of the actual name itself between the sheets and we're kind of mm-hmm. i decided to 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 leave it the same name because i realized that thank goodness the yes. message um was really from his word which you know uh, is true to who i am right and it's always going to be and so I always want people to understand, though, no matter what, just because I believe this way doesn't mean that right. I'm going to force my belief on you, but I am going to stay true to who I am. Do you know what I mean? And and any of the individuals that we have on here, anybody that we bring to the table, they will have a different thought pattern. They will have a different mindset. They will have something else that they believe in, and that's okay. That's I'm not going to push yes. that whole judgment thing. It, for me, yeah. it's not for me. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's not for me to say. It's just not. I'm sorry, but it's not. So um, I want to... Uh, end on this uh scripture and just really it's an encouraging and yet it's also very eye-opening scripture which is galatians 6 4 5 and it says each of you must examine your own actions so what does that first line tell me it tells me stop comparing Mm -hmm. yourself stop comparing yourself to other people because what that does is it's a thief Mm -hmm. it's a thief of your own personal joy and then you start to put these expectations on yourself that Mm -hmm. you are supposed to be like this Mm -hmm. And you're not. You're supposed to be you. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to live the life that you're living right now, today. So stop comparing yourselves. You have to examine your own actions. You got to be accountable for you. Yes. The second part of it says then, then. So being aware. Mm-hmm. And then you can be proud of your own accomplishes, accomplishments without comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. Because only when you stop comparing yourself to others and only when you examine your own actions and have mm-hmm. gratitude towards what it is that you've done, mm-hmm. what it is that you're doing, can you then say, I'm okay. You know what? This feels good yes, to me and right. in my household. This feels good to what I'm doing. Are we ever going to be able to fully unleash the guilt? No, but I hope that we're giving you enough tools. Yes. And, and, and people are seeing that on the table here, we have women from all walks of life that yes. are experiencing the same thing, mm-hmm. that we are constantly practicing these things. And there are tools out there to help us absolutely unleash these things. So know when to ask for help. Yes. And know that it's okay mm. to be proud of yourself. Yes. Like be your biggest Even over the littlest stuff. Littlest stuff. Girl, if you <laughs> are in a house full of kids and you got up and put that load in the in the dishwasher yeah. or the yeah. washing machine, that yeah. is like an accomplishment. That's right. Yeah. That is big. Yes, because you know those the, there's moms that are at home that are full time moms. Yes. Like that's what they do. They pick up, they drop off, they yes. you know, get to this concert, they come home yep. while you know that maybe dad's at work twenty four seven. Yes. And by the time dad gets home, they are exhausted. They want you to right. take over. You know what I mean? But understand that those are all accomplishments and you're molding yes. those little lives as well. Yes. You know, yes. so there's, yes. we just yes. got to be proud for our own walks yes. in Everything. life and our own choices. hundred percent. So, I love that. 
Yes, I love that. Guys, thank you. This yes, was an amazing this is good. conversation, this right? Is a great podcast. Amazing uh, conversation. I thank you for coming and sharing your journey and yes. your, your tools with us. And <laughs> until next time, guys. Thank you, guys. Can I hit it? Can I hit it? Get it, Jess. Get it. Get it. And we out.